What's up, Lamb Fam? Welcome back to the Life After Miscarriage podcast, where we unapologetically chat the ins and outs of what life is actually like after miscarriage. I'm your host, Shelly Metling, and with four angel babies myself and one rainbow baby here on earth, I have created a platform for you guys to share your stories. So sit back, relax, get ready to relate, laugh, and cry as we get real on what life is actually like after miscarriage in the 21st century. Hey guys, before we start today's episode, I just want to talk a little bit about one of my new favorite products. You guys have probably seen it like all over the place. It's called Liquid IV. Um, I absolutely love it. This is not sponsored, but they did give me a 25% affiliate code, Shelly Metling. And with that, you guys can get 25% off. So if you're already a Liquid IV drinker, now you can get 25% off. Or if you're wanting to start drinking Liquid IV, cool. I basically love to drink it because I feel like the older busier I get uh, the less water I drink so this helps me feel a little bit better as my favorite product is the hydration multiplier I like the acai berry and I also like the immune boosting one I think it's tangerine Um, those are my two favorites I've heard great things about the strawberry lemon lime not my fave just a heads up but basically the hydration multiplier is a natural drink mix and it's like I said powered by CTT to deliver hydration to your bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone. So you just take one stick, you pour it into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration as two to three bottles of water alone. And it also contains five essential vitamins and three times more electrolytes than sports drinks. So again, not sponsored. Product I absolutely love. Wanted to share it with you guys. Affiliate code Shelly Metling will give you 25% off. So thanks for listening. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. We have Alicia Piper on today's episode. You guys, her name probably sounds familiar because she has been on this podcast before. Alicia's last episode was episode 108. I believe I titled it HCG is... HCG keeps rising. Um, And this was posted on November 8th of 2019. And Alicia, if you could just kind of give us a little bit of background on where we left off and then fill us in on what's all happened since then. Yeah. uh, Thanks for having me again. Um, I pray that I can give other women in the midst of struggle and hope um, no matter where they are in their journey. Um, so when I was also on the podcast, I had just had an ectopic pregnancy. Um, it was late August when I was going through that and planned on starting treatment that following February, um, as it was determined that I do not ovulate on my own regularly. Um, so during my ectopic, which we didn't know it was that at the time, I was told that I was having a miscarriage because it was too early to see anything on the ultrasound. Um, I had been bleeding all day very heavy and was told to go to the emergency room because I was going through a certain amount of like pads and a certain amount of time frame. They thought it needed to be checked out. So I went to the emergency room and was sent home later that evening and said that I would just need blood work to monitor, um, you know, my HCG levels to make sure they were dropping. Well, this is, that was just the beginning because, um, you know, after I had accepted what was happening, of course, it was heartbreaking, but I had gone back to the doctors a few days later 
and it was not over. I went to get blood work a few times and my HCG was all over the place. I kept going up and then it would go down and back up again. And eventually my symptoms actually got worse as far as the pain on one side and bleeding and being super nauseous. So it took almost a year to get pregnant with our ectopic. Um, and after actually figuring out what was going on, I did two rounds of the methotrexate injections uh, because my HCG just didn't want to go down and I didn't want to have surgery. So it was really hard closure to accept. Moving forward was pretty difficult. Um, I, I have always wondered what could have been with that baby. Um, and we had to wait a few months, so that gave me a little bit of time to heal. Because if you don't wait with the methotrexate, you risk um, uh, having birth defects. I'm not sure what the risk percentage was, but I just wanted to wait a few months anyway, just to give myself some time to heal. So um, after the three months was up, we decided we could try again. And the medication was out of my system. Um, and during this time, I also got my hypothyroidism in check because I've had hypothyroid since I was seven years old. So that was nothing new. And I always knew that that could impact, you know, fertility in some way, shape, or form. And I had done a lot of research on my own because my levels were in the normal range, but the doctors, they always just would say they're normal. That really has no impact. And the more research I did, my levels, however, were in the normal range, but ideal fertility um, when you're you're having fertility struggles the ideal levels are actually much lower than mine were so I finally got that straightened out and I, I had to be an advocate for myself during that which I think is super important um, and so I got my levels adjusted a couple times my and then they were good for after the three months was up I was finally like in a good spot so it all seemed to kind of work out and then like I said in February we're planning to start treatments to help me ovulate and um as I will say later on that didn't happen um because after three months of waiting and then we tried to conceive again. On December 3rd, I went to take um, an ovulation test because it should have been around that time that I was due to ovulate um, on my own, according to one of the apps I was using and the length of my cycles. Um, and I was having some cramping, which I thought, oh, okay, this is it. Well, I took an ovulation test and it looked pretty abnormal as far as like how dark it looked. I had never had one like that before. And I thought, what the heck? I have one pregnancy test left in the drawer and I'm just gonna take it. So on December 3rd last year, I found out that I was expecting again. Um, I did the whole line progression comparison with all the pregnancy tests I took. And I actually didn't call a doctor for 
it was like a couple weeks because I was just, you know, I still kind of felt feel like I was in denial. Um, and when it was after I called the doctor, I did get my HCG levels checked and they were rising appropriately. But I will say that going back to have those first few betas was difficult. Um, it brought back a lot of emotions and anxiety from when we were going through our topic and having to confirm you know the baby was in the right location this time so we had an ultrasound at six weeks to ensure that the baby was in the right spot and we were able to see a heartbeat right to where it should be on the day after christmas last year um, the pregnancy was definitely stressful as far as you being worried the whole time and trying to stay positive, which I will say that the update episodes on this podcast definitely, you know, kept me going for people who have already had their babies or just, you know, going through similar situations. So fast forward to now, um, I currently have my three-year-old, three-month-old daughter with me as we speak um, and I will always hold a special place in my heart for the baby that we lost and it still does make me emotional and I don't think it's just something you'll ever get over or forget about um, but I hope that anyone in the trenches of loss and the awful lows that it can bring can find some hope um, I know this podcast has helped me so much with navigating through so many emotions and um, I'm finally happy to be holding our rainbow baby. Yay! <laughs> uh, I think it's so amazing. Um, there's this quote, and I know I've mentioned it on this podcast before, and I'm not looking at it, so like I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, but um, yeah. it's, uh, I think it's like, I love when... Oh my gosh, now I got to look it up. It, do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, I love when people come out of the fire, bringing buckets of water to help. <laughs> what is it? Oh, yes. Do you I, know what I'm I, talking about? Yes, I do. I do. I can't remember the exact wording either, but. I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, it's morning. I need a little bit of coffee and I'm, yeah. I think everybody oh, knows what I'm talking about. And if you don't, you can kind of just Google that, like what I just said and it will pop up. But yeah. it's basically saying like, it's just so cool when people kind of like come out of the trenches and they continue to just kind of like bring hope and help other people. And that's exactly what you're doing. Um, yeah. Helping the Liam fam have a little bit of hope on this journey. You have your rainbow baby and I'm just I so... Know happy for you and I love creeping on your Instagram and just (laughs) keeping up with it all Um, oh yeah no I always ask at the end of every episode if you have one piece of advice for somebody in a similar situation what would it be um I think just like I mentioned before is don't give up don't lose hope I know it's super hard and Um, It doesn't turn out the same for everyone, I am aware, but just stay positive and do the best you can and deal with it in the best way you know you can, because everyone's different. 
Absolutely. And if somebody wants to reach out to you, where could they do so? Uh, my Instagram is probably the best way. Awesome. And I'll link that in the description. And as you were giving your advice, I looked up the quote, so I'm just going to say it so it doesn't drive me yeah. <laughs> I love when people that have been walking through hell, or no, I love when people that have been through hell walk out of the flames carrying buckets of water for those still consumed by the fire. Yes, I love that. Yeah. So thank you for doing that for everybody of here. Of course. Yeah. And Alicia, I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend who could find it useful or share it on your Instagram stories. Tag myself, tag my guest so that we can personally thank you. This is a lamb fam, you guys. We're not in this alone. We're creating this ripple effect together.